Hello. Thank you for having me here, guys. It's so great to have you. Now, please, I'd love to hear your story. Yeah, I've been listening to the conversations you've been having, and I think it's great. These are conversations that need to be had. Um, And it's taken me years to be able to talk about Mm. my story, but it is something I feel comfortable sharing now. So... Basically, I did have an eating disorder in my teenage years and my early 20s. Uh, when I look back, I guess I was, I was uncomfortable in my body when I was younger. I was listening to you guys talk the other day. Erin, your <laughs> amazing strong thighs that you were talking mm. about, that was a focus point for me as a kid. I remember when I was about seven and I was doing ballet and I'm in a tutu mm-hmm. and I'm looking around at the other petite little girls and I had probably a stronger body, a bigger body. And I remembered seeing a man wearing a tutu on Hey Hey It's Saturday. Really? Yeah. yeah. Right. And I felt like him. Oh, really? I felt like I was this man dancing around in a tutu and I was too big and chunky and I didn't want to do dancing anymore. Really? Yeah. Is that why you stopped? Well, yeah, that was, I was not comfortable um, I remember growing up and then watching you because your body would change shape and little did I know that you had an eating disorder because, you know, I'm five, six years older than you and, and I wasn't aware and I'm sure mum and dad probably were, but it was just something that I never realised and, I mean, how bad did it get to what point? Yeah, so I started to get obsessed with having the perfect body, mm. which we know doesn't exist, mm. but I had this idea that if I had the perfect body, then I'd be happy and I could go on and be successful and do all the things I wanted to do with my life. So I started dieting. Mm. Um, At what age? uh, Dieting 15. Right. And counting calories. And um, I had some really messed up ideas (laughs) about Mm. trying to achieve that body. Um, Can I ask you real quick, what did the perfect body look like to you? Yeah, good question. Um, this is the 90s that I mm. grew up in. Yep. There were those supermodels that were all mm. over magazines and the media, really tall, really thin. Mm. Right, like Cindy Crawford's and those, Elle McPherson. Yeah, yeah, all of yep. those women. Yeah. Obviously, when you were younger, mm. there was um, some trauma. Yeah. How did that go coming into all of this situation when you're younger? Yeah, so... Okay. We've never really talked about this. No, we haven't, ever. Mark. But I the... sort of know bits from mum and dad. I mean, it's almost like I feel like I wasn't living there, but I was. But when you're younger, you don't realise, you don't see things mm. that are happening. Yeah. So I'm not going to go into the details of that traumatic event from my childhood. But yeah, mm. I did experience something pretty intense for a seven-year-old. Um, and... I had a big secret for about seven years. Mm. And I believe that that um, only after years of therapy and really try- understanding that, I could see I hated my body. I Inside me, I had so many thoughts and feelings that were negative. I hated myself. I felt disgusting. I didn't trust my body. I didn't trust myself. And I think that really did contribute mm. to what led to my eating disorder, I heard you both of you talk mm. about body dissatisfaction. Like mm. I said, Erin, you with like your strong muscular body, mm. and then Mark, mm. Mark, with my big ears, Mark, and who's skinny Dumbo? arms. Who, who's Dumbo? Oh, that's what I used to get called when I was at school. Yeah, and who, who else got called Dumbo? You. By who? But probably me. <laughs> yeah, I probably did, didn't I? Yeah. Oh, okay, all right. 
down. <laughs> now I feel horrible. <laughs> oh, sorry, brother. No, that's all right. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, no, I, I did, didn't I? I didn't even think of that till you just said it. I had my ears pinned back at yeah, 14. I remember. I remember. Wow. Yeah, I look back, that's so young, but I grew up thinking I had these massive big ears. God, I just passed it on. You did. But that's it's okay. Good, is it? It, it's okay. You didn't know any better at the time. Yeah. But that's an interesting point because teasing about our bodies can just have such mm. a big impact mm. on us, and, and even when it's well-meaning. But that's okay. I feel bad about it now. Yeah, I want to know, Rach, just you revealed you did have an eating disorder. How bad did things really get? Yeah, so like I said before, it started with some dieting and, and exercise um, to try and get this perfect body. And then there was a real shift uh, around 16, 17. So, and I guess this is where it went from some unhealthy behaviours mm-hmm. into an eating disorder, which is a which is considered a mental illness. Mm-hmm. I didn't really think of it like that for years. But the behaviours that I had adopted mm-hmm. to um, try and get this perfect body was bulimia. Mm-hmm. And it was a cycle of binging on food and then purging the food. That whole cycle became something that I did multiple times a day to deal with what was going on, those feelings inside me. So those awful feelings I had about myself, uh, the self-hatred and disgust. Can you imagine that's mm. just bubbling up and beginning to take over my entire life? The wow. scariest time when it hit home, Erin, I was living in Adelaide by this point in mm-hmm. my 20s, and I went home for Christmas and took Rachel to the shopping centre to buy a pair of jeans for Christmas. I don't know how old you would have been then, probably teens, late teens. No, I was actually 22 then. Oh, were you? Mm. Right. So, and I remember going to the shopping centre and getting you to try these jeans on and you were wearing really baggy clothes and I hadn't seen you for a couple of months because I'd been in Adelaide. And then you went and tried these jeans on when we went up to the shops and I remember when you walked out of the change rooms, your legs... Like, you, these would have been skin-tight jeans and they look like baggy jeans. I couldn't see your legs in them. I couldn't see your bum. And I just sat down and went, Shit, what, what what's going on? Mm. But I just remember looking and I thought, you look like you'd come out of a concentration camp. And I don't say that in a way to mm. trivialise what people went through there, but you look like you, you hadn't eaten for months. Yeah, I do remember that stage really clearly. And I remember being in that changing room with you and I didn't see myself as that thin. So what did you see in the mirror? Because Erin mm. picture like someone that is absolute mm. skin and bones, you know, like your knees would stick mm. out from your legs. What did you see, you know, in the mirror? I saw my huge thighs. Jesus. Wow. Mm. Jeez. When was the final point that you said, this is enough's enough? And when did you start to deal with it and, and get better? Yeah. So the thing, I guess... Mm. That, that moment that stopped the eating disorder behaviours was when I, was fa- when I found out I was pregnant. Really? Yeah. That was a huge turning point. I certainly, yeah. everything didn't just mm. fix overnight, but once I realised, and I was 23 at that point, and once I realised I was growing another human in my body, mm. like the, that was, it's miraculous that we can do that as women, grow mm. and feed another human. And I thought, this little boy deserves mm. to be born into like a temple. Yeah. <laughs> that was, I started yeah. thinking of my body as a temple. I really understood that concept. Actually, Mark, you played a really significant part in my life at that point because I moved from Melbourne while pregnant to Adelaide and um, my big brother woke me up within 24 hours to what kind of um, was going on in my life. 
Wow. Well, you're in a bad relationship. Yeah. And my dad and I decided the only way while you were pregnant to sort this out was to try and kidnap you, if you like, and, and bring you to Adelaide to come and live here and um, drag you out of Melbourne to get you away from that situation. What? You wow. had a baby here on the couch. Sure did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, wow. Well, he's 21 now, that little baby, Zach. He's, yeah. Uh, or he's 21 next month, isn't he? Yeah. Um, How are you going uh, hearing this? Because I know a lot of this you've heard for the very first time about your sister. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. And I knew that there was you know, some issues that had happened in the past mm. for, for many years. And I wasn't always aware of them, as we mentioned a little bit earlier. So, yeah, look, the thing that, Rachel, we, we've talked about a lot is, mm. you know, people have tough situations in life and it's how you deal with them. Mm. And, um, you know, I think, Erin, when you started talking about body image the other day with, with your daughter and told us about it and it sort of resonated with so many people, um, you know, Rachel, you said, look, your job now, you feel in life, is to, is to help people. Absolutely, mm. yeah. Erin Phillips and Soda in the Morning. Adelaide's number one breakfast show. Mix 102.3.